guys, and welcome to this episode of the Startup Diary podcast. This is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it takes to build a business. My name is Adam Callow. I'm the founder and CEO of Expert Trades, and today I am not joined by my co-host, Harrison. Because on a previous show, I made a commitment to share the standards that we're setting out for our company, Expert Trades. And I do advise, if you haven't listened to that episode, pause this now and go and listen to it. It was called How We Structure Our Quarterly Offsites. Our last offsite um, in January, not sure when you listened to this, um, was opened up with a story about my short time within the army. And I use that as a narrative because I wanted people to understand where I'm coming from, of how I'm laying out and how important setting out really clear vision, mission, values and standards are for me in order to scale this company up. In the previous year, we've experienced some problems and that's because I haven't done my job correctly as a CEO of really documenting of what's expected of you if you work within this team and within this company. So this episode, I'm gonna try and whistle through it, but this is an insight to some of the standards that we are setting out as a company and everyone in the team is gonna have to sign that paper to say they understand the vision, the mission, they will uphold our values and live by our standards. And by having that signature, it's not really binding. It will start conversations if they're not if they're not upheld, as with any conversation. If you've just got a shitty attitude, I'll put you up on that too. Um, but it's that commitment from every employee to uphold our standards, as in that show, you'll hear me probably say it once or twice, is there's a great quote, which is, if we see something below standards within a company and do nothing about it, then we continue to lower our own standards. We set a new standard. And if we continue to lower our standards, then we'll very quickly go out of business. So here's the standards that we have set out. Some of them seem pedantic. Some of them seem, oh, that's just a bit bloody annoying, but we have to document it because every new person that comes to this company has to understand this is what we expect of you as absolute table stakes. So I'll try and whistle through these guys and keep this short. Number one, three rings. We never let a phone ring more than three times in the office. Why? Basics, good customer service. Uh, I want people jumping over each other to answer that phone before it hits that fourth ring. That's sort of a culture that I'm used to in previous companies, to be honest. Number two, a tidy workspace. We clean our desks and workspace at the end of each day. So this is really important to me because of what it communicates to me as I walk through the office in the morning. I'm normally the first person in. And if I walk into the office and I see a number of untidy desks, maybe a food plate left on a desk or a half-drunken cup of coffee, what's that communicating to me is this person saw it at five o'clock and got up and left and just didn't care. But the truth of the matter is, is I know the team deeply care about what they do. So I just want those two things to marry up with each other. Because when I walk in in the morning and I see tidy desks, I know that everyone has been thoughtful about what they do or what they've done until the end of the working day. Till the last minute they're at work, they were thoughtful about their actions. Super important to me. Number three. This is a cheesy title. No one appreciated it really. Okay, ready for the weekend. And the okay are in that sentence, because we use objectives and key results here, were highlighted. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, sort of lost on everyone. But the key one around this as a standard is we update our OKRs as our last action every week. Two reasons. 
We had no accountability in our last quarter about OKRs. We needed that. We need that every single week to keep these top of mind. Secondly is all my direct reports meet with me on a Monday afternoon now. And to be really honest, I want to make sure that they are prepared for that meeting. By forcing this action on a Friday, it makes people think, what have I done this week to deliver on my OKRs? Also, I'm sitting down with my boss or my line manager on Monday. If I haven't done enough or I'm not proud of them or there's actions missing, I still have the weekend to do some work. Um, So I want people to come into that Monday afternoon meeting prepared and at least with some movement on what they've promised to deliver that week. Moving on. Number four, inbox efficient. We review our inbox every morning and action accordingly. I can use the word accordingly here and keep it that woolly because we hire smart people. I don't need to dictate exactly how that works. But here's the thing I wrote below it on this slide. Any emails from your manager or CEO are dealt with first thing. We, are, we review our inbox before we leave to ensure there are no fires that need our attention. This kind of comes from one thing that really, really bugs me is sometimes I take the time to send an email to the team and I'm not one of those CEOs that tends to blast everyone with lots of emails all the time, just not my style. But when I do send an email and ask for a reply, it pisses me off beyond belief when I do not get a reply because I've taken the time to communicate something meaningful and important and people have come in and they've worked from their inbox top down, which is the most recent thing first. But what people need to understand is when your manager or your CEO communicates something to you, that's the first thing that you pick up because it's often the most important thing for you at that point in time. Next, all work lives on Monday. We commit to following company process to how work is managed on monday.com. From logging bugs to development, updating projects to using my week as a function. This is very simple. This is just to make sure that the whole team follow the processes that we build. Because if one person lives outside that process, the whole thing breaks down. And monday.com is a service that we use. We can probably talk about that in a bit more detail on a future show to how we now use it why I pay £300 a month for it and why I now see that as good value compared to three months ago, which I was like, fuck it, let's just go back to free Trello and save £300 a month. Next, preparation. Every meeting has a clear objective of what you're trying to achieve and an agenda of how you plan to achieve it. No agenda, no meeting. The most important thing that anyone has is time. We now have to make sure that every meeting, and it can be as simple as in the calendar invite, you listing out the bullet points of what you need to cover. Two things happen. You have a more efficient meeting and you've shown the person whose time you're requesting that you've been thoughtful about it. Secondly, and it probably works best with clients, is you can put a two hour meeting for a client and if you have an agenda and you work through it, you could get through that in 40 minutes. And that happens often with us. We get stuff done. And what that means to the client is we get to 40 minutes in the meeting, we go, guys, we're done. We've, we've all got an hour and 20 minutes extra in the day. How cool is that? and you disappear, you move on. You get that time back. By having an agenda of what you're gonna work to, it gives you permission to end the meeting when you're done. Super important. Great way to get some time back in the day. Next, punctuality. You're late if you're not sat and ready for a meeting five minutes before the start time. So if we've got a meeting at two o'clock, you're officially classed as late within the company if you're not sat down with your coffee, with your laptop, and with your notepad at 1.55. Again, follow up from the last one. The only thing we've got is time. We have to respect each other's in the company. Follow-ups, there's three here. Three types of meeting. One, an internal meeting. Action from all meetings are to be agreed and added to monday.com, our project management tool, before that meeting ends. This ensures we're all in agreement before we get back to work. The amount of times we've been in meetings and we've had a great meeting, 
But then we probably spend the next 24 hours or 40 hours communicating with each other over email of what do we say we do? When is that by? None of that. The most productive you can be is leave that meeting with the agreed actions. So we never leave the meeting until they're done. That's an internal meeting standard. Then we've got two for client meetings. Next, follow-up to client calls. All actions agreed on any call with a client are to be sent to that client within one hour of that call ending. This is communicated to the client at the end of that call, which demonstrates professionalism and builds trust. So I have a call with a client and we agree, cool, we'll do this, you'll do that. The amount of times I come off on those calls with a partner, a contractor, or a client, and they send me that as quickly as that, and they say they're going to, I think, wow, shit, they have got their shit together. I wanna be more like that. And I want people to feel like that about expert trades. So when we end that call, we go, cool, John, we've agreed A, B, and C. I'm gonna pull my notes together, pull all the actions together, and that's gonna be in your inbox within an hour. If there's anything you wanna add to that, let me know. I can then put it into a doc and circulate it to everyone that was in the meeting. The second half of this is external meetings. Same thing, really. You're gonna have an external meeting with a client. We head over to their office, we have a meeting. We communicate to them by the end of that meeting that all the actions and the notes will be circulated within 24 hours of that meeting ending. Cool, John, we've met at midday today. I'm out of a commute, X, Y, Z. By midday tomorrow, you'll get all the notes and all the actions. If there's anything you wanna to add to it, send it across to me. I'll finalize the doc and circulate it so we can get on with the work that we've agreed to do. Deadlines. Super simple, but super important. We are held accountable for hitting all agreed deadlines. If we cannot hit deadlines, we cannot operate or be part of an effective team. Non-negotiable, guys. Don't hit your deadlines. You cannot play in this team. Digging in. Big one for me. And it's probably something that shocks most people. We commit to hitting the deadline, then communicate the extra hours that we needed to make that deadline happen. This allows the business to maintain momentum and creates conversations about process and not people. So what do I mean with this? At no point will I find it acceptable for someone to come to me and say, I didn't hit the deadline because I ran out of time. You've committed to hit that deadline. We're a company, we're a small business, we need to keep things moving forward. I expect you to put in the extra hours, but I also do not expect you to continue to have to do that. I will always compensate my team because we put people first in this company, but I want the conversation to be around why did this take longer than we thought? That's a process conversation. Not, don't come to me and say you ran out of time because then that becomes a people conversation. I want it to be about process. I want people to dig in, roll their sleeves up, get the job done, but then tell me what they had to do to make it happen so we can fix things. Next is pride. We produce work we're proud of. Sounds basic, but the problem is, is a lot of these things contradict themselves, which make them really hard, but they are standards of the company that we're all gonna be held accountable to. Because if you say, I'm gonna, let's say I say to Mark, your deadline is Friday the 23rd to ship zero integration. He gets to Friday the 23rd and says, shit, one of the standards is hit my deadlines. He might then ship some shit code. That is not good for my business. So what we've done is said, make sure that you are proud of the work that you ship. So it's not just about hitting the deadline, it's about shipping something that you are personally proud of. Next, winner's attitude. We arrive to work presentable, on time, and ready to do our best work. Without a winning attitude, we will never win. Super simple. If you arrive to work looking like a bag of shit, looking homeless, without the right attitude to win in this company, I would much rather you go home because that one person can bring the whole team down for that day. And that's just unacceptable. 
And last but not least is what we do is who we are. We ensure our actions inside and outside of work never undermine our company vision, mission, and values. Values are more than a nine to five. This is super important to me because what I don't want people to do is act as if they believe in our values and then go outside of work and be completely the opposite of that. If that's the case, they're just simply not a fit for this business. That does not mean they're a bad person. It just means that the values that we believe in, you have to believe in, not just as a nine to five. Guys, that that is a quick summary of our standards here at Expert Trades, and it is a working document. We are likely going to review, change, edit, or add to these. But I wanted to share this with you because this is the ins and outs of what it takes to build a business. If you are a solo founder, you have a team, I want you to email me. What is your vision? What is your mission? What are your values? And what are your standards? I look forward to hearing from you. Email address, super simple. Startup Diary at nbs.fm. If you haven't tackled any of this and you want to know the thought process, the why, or want to have a quick chat, jump on a call, you know the email address. StartupDiary at nbs.fm. Would love to hear from you. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button and head over to your podcatcher of choice and leave us that five-star review. We'll be reading them out on future shows. Stay busy. Speak to you soon. Thank you.